Welcome to The Unfiltered Musician, where we give you all the tea on life as a musician and how to navigate the industry. This is episode number 16, how to get cheap social media content. Welcome back to another episode of The Unfiltered Musician. We're your hosts, Vanessa Perret and Ryan Mancini. And today we are going over how you can save money while getting tons of social media content. Thank you if you're joining us again as a frequent listener. And if you're new, you're in for a treat. And uh, just so the people that are listening to this podcast know, we are currently live on TikTok and Instagram. You're on candy camera. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Laugh at my jokes, Ryan. But (laughs) we're going live uh, just to test it out, see see how we can do it. Uh, Hopefully we don't crack under the pressure. Um, but here we are. Let's start with a weekly check-in. Vanessa, what's going on? I'm just trying to get my bearings for the new year. It's only January 7th, I think. And it already feels like it's like the end of the month. And I'm like, what's going on? But I'm trying to use my January motivation to like get the ball rolling for a lot of things. Like I've even, like you, you said you were proud of me for this. I even like got some doctor's appointments squared away. Like since I don't live in Rhode Island anymore, I didn't have like all of my regular doctors and like I did a really adult thing and scheduled all of that and and did all that goodness so I can be healthy for the new year. So that was big Mm -hmm. and getting some new students in the next few weeks. I just onboarded one. I'm awaiting another And just thinking about all of my business goals for the year and organizing everything. And we talked about that last week too. And if you haven't heard that episode last week, we talked about goals and resolutions and mostly pertaining to the music industry. But I think anyone can apply that stuff to their lives. Mm -hmm. We'll all get motivated together. But how was your week, Ryan? You had a lot. My week was pretty good. Um, I have been on vacation for like the last two weeks. I was in Nashville. Um, with your family. Yes. And then I went to, Hey, (laughs) I went to Vermont, uh, to do some songwriting with some friends, the old, uh, fraternity brothers and, uh, another friend as well. Um, I'm not going to mention them all right now, but, uh, you guys know who you are and, um, (laughs) they're also posted on my Instagram and Facebook. Uh, but we got together, write some, some music. Um, I think we came up with about uh, 15 to 20 songs is what they said. Um, I wasn't there for, I, I would say a majority of them. I came in at the uh, back half of the trip, but um, we did end up coming out with one particular song that I'm really, really proud about. A lot of lyrics were written on my end for this song and I'm, I'm super happy to be singing lead on it. But uh, the friend of ours that was recording all of it came up with 266 gigabytes of content. <laughs> Of audio, which which says a lot, because if you're recording like 4K video, like 266 gigabytes is is not too hard to get to. But for audio, that says a lot. We had about like 6,000 measures per song. <laughs> Absolutely crazy things that make zero sense. But anyways, that was my week. I really enjoyed it. Now I am like sort of feeling the craziness and the scariness of like, I got to get back to work because... Um, I haven't done that for two weeks. (laughs) So here we are. Let's dive into our topic, though. Vanessa, are you ready? 
I'm always ready. All right. We're going to go over how you can actually save money uh, getting some social media content for the new year. So last week we talked about social media content and how it's going to skyrocket your career this year. And that's what we want for you. Um, but social media can be a job in itself. Social media managers are, are a full-time gig. So having you do that on top of being a great musician, on top of marketing yourself, all that stuff, it could be stressful. So we're going to try and make that a little easier. The cheapest way, and I wouldn't say this is the easiest way, is do it yourself. Just, <laughs> well, DIY. Yeah. I mean, you've got a phone. Most most phones these days, um, if, if you're watching, you probably have the capability to record video on your phone. I've got a phone or take, looking at it right now. Yeah. Or take some photos and stuff like that. It's, it's quite easy. Um, that's for free. You can do that. Um, but let's get into the ways of getting more high quality content because I'm sure that's what you want to know about. Um, photos cost money, videos cost money. Vanessa, what is the first idea you had about making this cost a little cheaper? Well, I've actually used this method of getting good content, especially throughout college. I would say getting good content is probably not something you're really thinking about, especially if you're going to school for music or for the performing arts. But our college had an art school within the university. And I had quite a few friends who were in there, but not many that were in kind of the photography department. I had a lot who were doing like pottery and ceramics, which definitely doesn't <laughs> help us in this situation, unless they make a sculpture view. That's kind of cool. But I ended up meeting a lot of people in kind of that photography department. And I would look for posters and such. A lot of students would post you know, looking for a model to do whatever project that they were working on. And so I was like, oh, why not? We'll see what it's about. And I met some awesome people, one photographer in particular who was from Italy. Um, he was studying abroad at UHart. And he asked me to model for some projects that he was doing. And it was for one of his school projects. And so I said, yeah, like I, I would be happy to help you out. But also, can you possibly take a few shots of me on my own discretion. So then I also got a few shots from him, like headshots and other stuff that I used for promotional content. And I didn't pay anything for that. So I agreed to help him with his project. And then I said, just in return, can you do a few things for me? And it ended up working out really well. I have some of those shots on my Instagram. If you look, I tagged the photographer. He's awesome. His name is Federico, Miss Federico. And, um, so yeah, I did that for him. That was awesome. And I also had paid other students who were photography students and they edited and did all of my content. And it was definitely at a much cheaper price than going to a full-on professional. Because yeah, I've got a phone camera and such, but it's not always easy setting it up for yourself. And it's also, you know, you're holding yourself accountable trying to get the content. I'm, I'm someone that works better when I have to schedule something and someone else is relying on me to show up <laughs> for stuff like this. You know, like it's not the main priority of your career, but it definitely helps to have good polished content so people can see who you are and what you're about and you can post that stuff. So I found that scheduling things with other people, that was way more effective. And I'm on Ryan's Live now. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I found that way more effective and I definitely used that content quite a bit, but I didn't pay as much as I probably would have um, just going to someone who was just really out in the professional world. So I asked a lot of aspiring photographers and such, and it ended up working out really well. And I still use that content to this day. 
which is great. So that's definitely a really great way of saving money, but you're also giving that photographer experience and exposure. So it's not about taking advantage of anybody and like trying to get a freebie, but see if it can benefit both of you. Like I know like Ryan, for example, in your business, like doing free trials and other stuff, like just to get your portfolio at a better state to show prospective people like that's that's huge like you need content to show right there's always going to be a time in a business where you're going to have to do some things for free and that's not ideal but it doesn't have to last forever it's just going to have to happen at some point most of the time it's when you're starting and there's a lot of aspiring photographers or hobbyist photographers that are like yeah let me just get some nice shots for fun like i never know what to take photos of so if Take you, a photo of me. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> wait, I really need these. Can you do that for me? Kind of thing. Like, they might have went and spent a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars on some really nice equipment just because they want it for, for fun. Um, some people really, really care about that stuff. So you can find them. Uh, quick side note: When I bought my my drone, I bought this drone from a guy that had four or five other drones just because he wasn't a real estate photographer. He wasn't doing landscape uh, videos and all this stuff like that. He just really liked flying drones and really liked having good footage wherever he decided to go, whether it was fishing, golfing, uh, climbing, any of that stuff. Um, So there are people who have that equipment just for fun and they're not getting paid to do it, nor do they want to get paid for it. They're probably working another job that they have enough money with and, Uh, photography is just a side thing for them. So you can definitely find people who are willing to do it for free, Uh, which leads me into the next section I want to bring up, which is time for print, TFP. So that is a thing that I first realized uh, was a thing when I started joining photography um, and modeling Facebook groups. Uh, So... There's a lot of photographers who just need to build their portfolio and a lot of models that need to build their portfolio. So they do time for print, which is just exchanging time, really. Um, the model shows up to the shoot and the photographer just takes care of care of business as they normally would. Um, and then they both go their separate ways with good photos in their portfolios. It's, it's really quite fantastic. Um, but it happens to be... <laughs> Also, the only thing I see in those photography groups. Uh, So I'm wondering, are people actually still getting paid for their work? (laughs) But if you really need good content, that's a thing you can do. There's got to be someone within the group of 1,000, 10,000 people that can do something that's time for print. Uh, And then if you take enough photos, you got something you can post every few days on Instagram or Facebook. Something that gets people re-engaged on social media. It doesn't even have to be the most high-quality thing. Just put your face out there. Um, I'm going to go down another side story. My brother Sam, he has a friend. Um, I think her name is Dakota Cohen. Uh, she's a musician herself. Uh, went to Berkeley, uh, hey, hey, Berkeley College of Music. Um, and she just posts random stuff every single day. And... My brother was telling me like, oh, like this is like not great stuff. Like she doesn't post anything great on social media. It's such a waste. And he actually approached her in the hall once and was like, is this, uh, 
is this on purpose? And she's like, yeah, I just don't really care. I just post whatever BS I can. I'm like, oh, my God. That should tell you that consistency is key. I, I saw this phrase today that was like, content is king, consistency is queen. I was like, huh. That really does make sense. If you stay consistent, it, uh, it will come back for you. It's, it's pretty fantastic. So that's why we're saying like social media is so important for this year. Um, so let's get those photos. Let's get those videos. I don't know how, uh, as a videographer, I don't know how easy it's going to be to get someone to do a video project for you for free. Um, that one's really, really tough. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That one is going to be more of like people who are more focused on money um, because they know that the film industry is money. You can get paid millions of dollars to record a music video for Miley Cyrus or Dua Lipa or whatever. Um, so that one's going to be a little tougher. That's why I'm saying always resort back to the phone if you need to. Uh, but the, uh, the other topic we want to go over is if you need to pay for it, include the rate of a photographer in your shows. Yeah. You told me this like when it was like a couple a few weeks ago. ago. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's awesome. Cause then you don't even have to worry about setting money aside or budgeting. Don't gotta worry it's about like, nothing. it's like someone's paying for that for you, which is great. Right. Exactly. So. If you want to talk numbers, um, so the next show I'm going to book for our band, uh, Down to Funk. Oh, look at that. Two promotions <laughs> in one live. Yes. Bada bing, bada boom. Down to Funk.official on Instagram. I think that is the only account we have so far. Um, we'll eventually start posting more once we get some photographers and videographers to record some content for us. <laughs> But keep in mind that band is uh, pretty new. So there's only probably like 50 followers or so. But the musicians have years and years of experience. Um, myself included, Vanessa included, Samuel and Elijah Benjamin. No, Cloud. Cloud Samuel. Yes, get those stage yeah, names. Stage stage names are important. <laughs> I think Ryan Mancini is fine enough. Um, for my next show that I'm going to book, um, which will probably be a festival. I'm just going to include a couple hundred dollars or so for a photographer or videographer. Um, that way it doesn't feel like I'm pulling it out of the band's budget. I want my musicians that are working with me to get paid the rate that they deserve, um, which is typically around 150 to $200 an hour. Um, but when it comes to uh, photographers, videographers, like I said, you can find the people that are hobbyists. Hey, Javi! Oh, he joined the live. Oh, <laughs> oh. hey, bud. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, it's a party so, now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a little easier to just include those rates in there. Um, they don't have to be there for the whole show. Obviously, they'd be way more expensive if they were f there for the whole show. But just get a couple, uh, just get a couple photos, couple videos, and that can last you a month. Fifteen photos every other day, not bad. Maybe a. A couple snippets of you singing or performing or even just the vibe of the crowd, that can be content in itself. So it's not too hard to get something like that. And that can be done with a smartphone. Javi, also, I'm also targeting you. With that 
<laughs> now that I know you, now that I know you, but here. also like circulating it back to like the the DIY sort of situation. I think one thing that we've talked about, and I think it's something that we can really improve on in the new year, is getting content ourselves in the moment, and. That could mean, yeah, like filming, filming the crowd, getting them engaged, involved. Like people love to see that, but you want to make sure, yeah, it is quality content. That's really the biggest, the biggest idea of why we're, we're doing this. Cause of course, yeah, quality is, is the most important thing I would say, but what's even more important than that is just consistency. Like what you were saying, like, yeah, making yourself known. That's a big deal. People need to know you exist. <laughs> but then really manicuring your stuff so that people can be like, oh, they're the real deal. Like, yes, I will. I will absolutely go and see them. They look like they're, they're the hot stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I was listening to another podcast. Are you ready for this? <gasps> the third promotion during this live. What? Uh, DIY musician. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> they, uh, they're actually one of my inspirations for this podcast. Um but I was listening to them talk about social media and this dude took 30 photos at one concert of his and just kept posting them over and over again. And you would think, oh, if you're in the same outfit, people are going to notice and they're going to, you know, think something is suspicious. Uh, but he ended up posting all of those photos for, I think, like two months or so. And um, people just thought he was always up to something that he was just always busy you're going to find a new audience while you're posting that consistently. So uh, don't feel bad about wearing the same outfit. Don't be, feel bad about reposting stuff like that. It's fine. Like I said, it's just, it's more so fighting the algorithm. The algorithm is what's going to get you your new audience. Um, it's also what's going to bring you to the audience that you already have. So making sure that you're always in front of them with consistent high quality content is quite important. I've definitely learned that too. For a lot of people that know me well, I am not an outfit repeater. <laughs> even for like yearly events, you will not see me in the same thing, not even for an Easter. So my closet is not big enough. But what was I going to... Oh, <laughs> I totally got lost on that rabbit hole. But yeah, I mean, the biggest... Yeah, no one's going to realize you know, that you're wearing the same outfit. People really aren't dwelling on that a whole lot. But yeah, the biggest thing is gathering all of that content so you can split it up so it's not as stressful that you're trying to get all of that content at the right time and like right in the moment. You can have it stashed up. And that's, you know, that gives you even more of an ease. Because yeah, it's a lot of people don't realize like getting content and actually promoting yourself, like that's like almost a second job just as important as your primary job. You know, and people don't people don't realize all the work that goes into it and it can be really stressful and then it goes on the back burner. And sometimes we're left wondering, especially in the music industry, like, why don't we have a bigger following than we deserve? But it really a lot, a lot goes into good content and it's so important. Right. Any other thoughts about social media before we wrap up today? I would just say we talked about it last week. And we have some a few new people on this live, but watch our podcast from last week. Get that January motivation up and flowing and prioritize getting that good content so that you don't have to worry about it for the year. And again, if you're like me and you work well with deadlines and showing up for other people, set those things up for yourself, like getting a photographer, signing up for those free projects, finding them. You can find them on Facebook. The, the social metaverse is huge and mm. you can find a lot of projects that you can sign yourself up for and benefit yourself and the 
the actual facilitator, but get it all done so you don't have to worry about it. And you can be set for the rest of the year if you're playing your cards right. Right. It's about building that bank of high-quality content. But thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Unfiltered Musician. If you liked this episode, give us a like, subscribe, hit that notification bell to see our other musical content. Yes, and message us with suggestions about what you want to hear about next at unfilteredmusician.podcast on Instagram or unfilteredmusician at gmail.com. We are here for you. And see you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Peace.